The Ebb and Flow of Faith, Navigating Life's Spiritual Journey. Hello, Faith Companions, and welcome to yet another episode of the Kingdom Personified podcast. Today's topic is one that resonates with each of us in our unique spiritual paths. This is the ebb and flow of faith. Join us today as we embark on a profound exploration of the highs and lows that faith can bring, all while drawing wisdom from the treasure trove of the Bible. This is the love letter from a very good father, God. (laughs) Okay, so before we begin, I would like to ask you to subscribe, comment down below, like, leave a review if you can. Join our Jesus Club. Head over to our website, thekingdompersonified.co.za. Um, We do have an Instagram page. It would be amazing for you to follow us on Instagram and interact, comment, um, DM us, send us an email, anything. I mean, people listening to this podcast have basically met me sonically, but I haven't met any of you. And I'd really love to see a comment, a like, just something you know something i feel so lonely over here (laughs) anyway um i know that there are people listening and i've seen them and it's just been amazing to see um people just listening to this podcast i really put up this um podcast not knowing what's gonna happen but just trusting in god and just having faith that it will reach whoever it's supposed to reach so if you're here today Know that this message is meant for you and I pray and I hope that it touches you in a way that transforms your life and that you'll never, ever be the same again. All right, so let's um, get right into it. Our topic for today is faith. Like I said, I'm going to begin with the definition of faith. Hebrews 11, 1 and 2, I'm going to read from True Translations, which is the NLT and the King James Version. The NLT reads as follows. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. The King James Version says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, right? So I just wanted us to focus on the fact that faith is the evidence. The NLT says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for, the reality. What is reality to you? What is the substance of the things that you hope for? What is the reality of the things you hope for? What is the substance of the things you hope for? That's the question I want you to ask yourself. Substance is a physical material from which something is made of, right? So what does that look like for the things that you hope for? What is the substance? What is the physical aspect of what you hope for? 
and it says the evidence of the things we cannot see right the evidence of things that we cannot see evidence is the um the available body of facts or information indicating whether a belief is uh, true or valid so what is the evidence of things that you do not see in your life what is the evidence of the hope that you have what is the evidence of you getting a car of you getting healing of you receiving a promotion of you making five figures of getting that dream job that dream house what is the evidence what does the substance look like and that's what i want us to think about today and to think about throughout this episode okay so to kickstart our journey i want us to dive into the heart of our humanity which is doubt right yes doubt Um, Even the most steadfast believers encounter moments of doubt. It's a bit like the father in Mark 9, 24, who, despite his belief, cried out to Jesus, I believe, help my unbelief. It's a stark reminder that doubt is, in fact, a natural part of our faith journey, right? Doubt is not something to be shunned or something to look down on. Doubt is natural. It's part of who we are as human beings. We have doubt. Um, we will be doubtful, especially if we do not see what we're expecting to see. We have doubt. But doubt is also an opportunity for growth. Just as this father cried out to Jesus, I do believe, you know, some, sometimes we do believe, but we do have doubt which is our unbelief. So we need to pray to God to help our unbelief, to exercise um, this muscle of faith, make it stronger. Um, You know, sometimes grappling with doubt can strengthen our faith over time because you realize that this is the problem I have and the solution is prayer. And I mean, I, I, I strongly believe that God is in the business of answering our prayers. If we struggle with doubt, God is faithful to answer our prayers. I listened to a sermon just a couple of days ago and um, this pastor was talking about the fact that Jesus, um, okay, I'm not sure where the scripture is, but um, came across a demon-possessed man And the demons actually cried out to Jesus and said, please just throw us, cast us onto the pigs, right? And that was a form of prayer. (laughs) Crazy, but they asked Jesus to, to be cast onto the pigs and Jesus granted them their request. So Jesus came on earth for me and for you. Why would Jesus not answer or respond to my request if I ask him while he answered the prayer of demons? <laughs> I know it's insane, but I mean, for me, it was motivation. Like, yes, um, Jesus cannot answer demons and leave me hanging. Okay, so I will take my faith 
to the next level and say, Jesus, this is what I'm asking for. And I believe that you will grant me because, I mean, why not? When we pray and we pray according to God's will, and I'm definitely certain that God's will is for us to have more faith and not have doubt. So that is that for me is already, it's done. Because God doesn't want me to have doubt in my heart when I pray not to have doubt he will absolutely increase my faith so that's the evidence all right um next I want us to touch on the trials of faith life is full of trials and tribulations but how we navigate them is where faith truly shines James 1 2 to 3 reminds us to Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. So these trials aren't meant to break us, not meant to break us. They're opportunities for us to grow our faith. And that's how we should look onto the trials and tribulations. Because... At the end of the day, we need to realize that God is not an irresponsible father. He's very responsible. He's he's a good God and a good father. We shouldn't compare God to our earthly fathers, no matter how great they are, because God is next level when it comes to this fathering thing. And so when trials come our way and when tribulations come our way, It's not an act of an irresponsible father. It is an act of a good, good father who is able to turn any situation for good, right? We need to understand the kind of God we're dealing with. God is not defined by his power. He is God even before he does anything, right? So if we have that concept and understand that, In Genesis 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning, God, in the beginning, God, right? That's all you need. In the beginning, God, God was God before he created you and I. God was God before there was anything else. God was God. God is God before his power manifested into creation. God is God. Regardless of what's happening, God is God. And that's what we should understand. And that's what we should actually look out for. That God is God even in the midst of my trials, even in the midst of my tribulations. He is God. So when we are faced with trials, we need to lean into our faith and remember that even in the darkest hours, your faith can be a beacon of hope. All right. Now let's turn our gaze to the awe-inspiring power of faith, the faith that moves mountains. In Matthew 17, 20, Jesus tells his disciples, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it'll move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Faith as small as a mustard seed can move mountains and conquer what seems to be insurmountable, okay? And that's what we need to understand, that our faith, as little or as big as it can be, with the help of God. So remember that 
it, it's constantly growing. You begin with the faith of a mustard seed and you end up with incredible, crazy faith. Okay, so when you begin with the faith of a mustard seed, that could look like praying to God for the ability to have more faith or praying for wisdom or praying. It, it looks like those simple things. And we need to look at this mountain as those things that block our vision because without vision also your faith is limited because you cannot see beyond this mountain that is in front of you so we need to pray for the things in the spiritual your vision how big is your vision that's what you need to pray for first before you can actually pray for things that are beyond the mountain right so i am saying cultivate unwavering faith nurture your faith through prayer through meditation and reflection on god's promises it's your secret weapon against life's mountains god's promises are yes and amen right he promised it he will do it but you need the faith and how do you get the faith remove the mountain if your vision is closed I mean, or if your vision is very narrow or it's very um, limited, then pray for limitless vision. Pray so that you are able to see beyond your circumstances. And it, it starts with the mustard seed. Right. So, and then I want us to go to the role of patience. And this is where most believers are like, no, 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 not interested, but please just give me an ear, okay? Patience often becomes our faithful companion on this journey. Hebrews 10, 36 advises, For you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. Patience is the glue that Patience is the glue that holds our faith together during turbulent times, right? We can also look at Romans 8.25. It says, but if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. Okay, I've preached about the message or not preached, but spoken about the message of um, uh, an eternal perspective, right once you have an eternal perspective i believe that your patience grows because now you understand that your life is far beyond what is limited by space and time and you're able to be patient enough um i i, I was i was born um into a christian family but we became a christian family because of my grandmother uh, my maternal grandmother was a strong believer in Christ. She was a giant, <laughs> right? And I've only heard about my maternal grandmother. So um, it's difficult, you know, sometimes a bit sad. But anyway, um, my grandmother was such a woman of faith and a strong believer. And I believe that she prayed for her children because she had an unbelieving husband um, she got saved when she was much older and she had children already and all of that. So she um, at first had a calling. This is, you know, 
African spirituality and all of that. She had a calling. She had to become a Sangoma. Um, but she went and was like, actually, no, thank you. But she continued to become, you know, sick and weak. She was very sickly. She was very sickly. Um, so she decided to just, you know, give her life to Christ. And after that, she became well and she was very prophetic as well from what I hear. But the point here is that I believe that my grandmother prayed for her children and for her husband to, you know, get saved. And I, I, I strongly believe she prayed for me at some point. So her vision was greater um, and it was far beyond this earth. And what happened was my grandmother passed away before most of her children and even her husband got saved and in her passing it might have been something that she would have been sad about or disappointed about but you know later on my my mom my aunt my uncle my grandfather they got saved even the grandchildren, most of the grandchildren know about Christ. Most of them are saved and some of them are not. But I believe some of them are still going to get saved. And my point here is that sometimes you need to pay, be patient until death. Because God is going to be God and he's going to be faithful. And God answered her prayer even in death. And there's some people in the family that is getting saved and some people who are, you know, receiving Christ much later on in life because of the prayers that she made, because of the request that she made. And if at all she was like, you know what, I'm done. This God is not answering my prayer. I'm done. Imagine what that would have looked like. But anyway, I'm just encouraging you to be a little patient. Some of the things that you pray for, especially when it comes to family um, and all of that, I believe that God is a faithful God. And some things maybe you won't see come to fruition, but just have faith and be patient. And that looks like an eternal perspective sometimes. Okay. Um, so, Let's get to the perseverance, which comes along with patience. The perseverance is the hero that carries us through the lows in our faith journey. Um, Romans 5, 3 to 4 beautifully articulates this journey. It says, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. Through perseverance, our faith matures and we find hope even in adversity and that's what i want to leave you with today right endurance and the sufferings are not so that are not because god is a mean god that just wants to put you through all this trouble but because we live in a world that is full of darkness and 
you know, bad things happening. God uses those circumstances in order to develop our characters. And let's be honest, some of us wouldn't even be saved if it wasn't for, you know, sufferings and trials and tribulations. Some of us wouldn't be where we are in our spiritual journey if it wasn't for trials and tribulations. So we need to also have an eternal perspective when it comes to this and also just always look at the positives like i said earlier god is a responsible god he's a responsible father to us and he knows us and he will never give us what is far more than what we can handle so he's faithful and just and he's a good good god and a good good father so that's what we need to hold on to we need to embrace perseverance as the path to spiritual growth. Know that every challenge you face is an opportunity to strengthen your faith. In conclusion, our faith journey is a symphony of highs and lows, doubts, trials and challenges that are not stumbling blocks, but are stepping stones, right? Hebrews 11 once again reminds us that faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen for by faith the elders obtained a good report this means that people of people like abraham people like david you know the people of olden days my grandmother she obtained a good report abraham obtained a good report joshua obtained a good report so many other people paul obtained a good report i mean even in death even in suffering, they still had a good report because God is a faithful God and God is a good God. Okay, thank you so much for joining me in this episode. I truly hope that you found inspiration and practical tips to navigate your unique faith journey. Remember, even in the ebb and flow, your faith can be an unwavering light. Um, so don't be discouraged if you feel like I don't have enough faith or I don't think I'm there yet. It's okay. It's a journey. It's a flow. It's it's something that you have to go through. It's it's life, you know. Sometimes it's going to be good and sometimes it's not. But at the end of the day, God is still good and God is still God. Even in the midst of everything that's happening, you are kingdom personified. Stay tuned to our podcast, subscribe, like, comment, share. Don't forget to share your thoughts with us. And until next time, keep your faith burning bright. Goodbye.